Welcome to the Plutonomics Podcast with Lori Cammie and Barnaby Levin. The word Plutonomics means the study of wealth. It's our mission to educate, to help clients think about their goals and how they might benefit from working with an advisor to achieve them. But more importantly, it's to make sure our listeners understand both the pros and cons of any issue so they can make informed decisions and increase the odds of finding the right answer for them. You see, it's not who's right or wrong, but knowing there are no disinterested parties or unbiased opinions and that where you sit depends on where you stand. The challenge to making good decisions is to start by questioning one's assumptions and to break free of our prejudices because the truth usually lies somewhere in between. There are always two sides to every issue, both of which have merit. In our last podcast, we said we dodged a bullet with a debt ceiling, thanks in large part to the commitment of Kevin McCarthy to bring both sides to the table, to, you know, negotiate. And if Jay Powell and company can just cool their jets, if they can let the economy take things on its own from here, like it's been doing, despite the Fed raising rates to five and a quarter percent, we might avoid a recession as well. But the truth is, as we've been saying for quite a while, we believe the recession has already come and gone. In a series of what we've been referring to as rolling recessions, one sector at a time since the first COVID-related lockdown in March 2020, starting with most service industries like restaurants that depend on people showing up and shopping in person. This week, however, we want to pick up where we left off on a conversation we started 20 podcasts ago about raising resilient, self-reliant kids. Back then, we discussed the challenge, as Harold Kopluert said in his book, The Scaffold Effect, that many clients face when trying to raise their kids in an age of anxiety, like the one we live in today. But given the huge transfer of wealth that's already underway, From the baby boomers to their children, including millennials and Gen Y alike, the need and urgencies have only become greater because it will be the largest such transfer in history. Understandably, boomers hope that at least some of their values will also be passed on to or instilled in the next generation. But it's still not clear that it will. We've been spending much of our time as advisors educating our clients not only about finance, but also how best to align their values with their investments, and about the importance of speaking openly about money, including our fears and anxieties, so we have a healthy understanding of one another. Because without understanding, it can be difficult for couples, let alone parents and their children, to see eye to eye. In other words, as important as it is to discuss these things with one's children, it starts and ends with couples and spouses themselves. The fact is, one partner is typically, quote, in charge when it comes to finances, either because the other has no interest or because one is or thinks one is more dominant, whether it has to do with money or not. But in so doing, they often end up keeping secrets from one another. And in my experience, this only creates mistrust and misunderstanding both in this and perhaps other parts of the relationship which may be completely avoidable and unnecessary. 
It may seem counterintuitive, for example, but research has shown that couples who talk about money are often happier than those who don't, perhaps because in order to do so, both people need to have a good enough degree of respect for one another to have a conversation like this in the first place. Sometimes it can help to start by acknowledging to one another just how awkward this topic money can be. And then to have these discussions in a series of smaller ones, because if you try to have one giant money talk every once in a very long while, it's often only when there's a money problem and a lot of emotions will inevitably get triggered in the course of the conversation. One suggestion we've made on numerous occasions comes from Stephen Covey's book, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, which is to begin with the end in mind. What we want to ask ourselves is that we're trying to accomplish in our marriage. That is, what's our business plan as a couple and a family? Where if we were to close our eyes and visualize together where we want to be five or 10 years from now, what it is we need to do to get there, given our current income and expense. Because once we can agree on the end goal or objective, the mechanics often become obvious in each person's role it will take to make sure we get there as a team so it's more compelling. It's not, in other words, about spending too much money on her Birkin bag or that pair of Christian Louboutins, or in his case, that new boat or Ducati. But whether or not such an act of self-indulgence in any way impacts our more important shared and longer-term goals, like an earlier retirement, or the chance to finally spend more time traveling together or with the family. Clearly, if money's no object, then this may not seem all that important. But the fact is, with most of us, there are limitations. And even when there aren't, talking about family finances on a periodic basis is a healthy exercise. Between mates, it's easier to start with one or two goals that both people share in common. And if it's a discussion with children, it's never too early to talk about money. Nor, according to David Anderson at the Child Mind Institute, is it too late to develop good money habits. For both adults and children, establishing a budget or waiting some amount of time before making any large purchase to be sure you really want it and targeting separate accounts for different purposes, whether it's investment, savings, or other goals, like college or a new house, are all helpful ideas. And it's critically important when one of the partners, especially if that person is the primary breadwinner, if they make an early departure, due, for example, to death or divorce. Both of these are realities, of course, and because in the case of death, it's only a matter of when, not if, we owe it to one another to make sure the other's prepared before that time comes. All too often, families don't have any idea what they have, whether it's debt, like a mortgage or some unexpected credit card balances, or assets, including investments and insurance. And where in this digital age of ours, there may not be any sort of paper trail anymore. Yes. We're constantly advising clients to share their passwords with a trusted partner or advisor. And so you don't end up like Aretha Franklin to have a list of where everything is separate from one's will or trust. These discussions are so important. So the fruit of all your hard-earned achievements can be passed on as you wish. Also, if desired, we can help 
by holding educational workshops, family meetings, or bring in another outside expert to do so. Again, studies have shown how much open discussion can relieve stress and misunderstandings, and in the process, it increases happiness. Well, thanks for listening, everyone. We hope this helps. And if it did, if you enjoyed today's podcast, please share it with friends, family, and associates so they can enjoy it too. This is Barnaby Levin and Lori Cammie for the Plutonomics Podcast, signing off. LK Wealth and Asset Management and LCK Wealth are a group of investment professionals registered with Hightower Securities, LLC, member FINRA and SIPC, and with Hightower Advisors, LLC, a registered investment advisor with the SEC. Securities are offered through Hightower Securities, LLC, and advisory services through Hightower Advisors, LLC. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities. No investment process is free of risk and there is no guarantee that the process or investment opportunities referenced herein will be profitable. Past performance is not indicative of current or future performance and any investment opportunities referenced may not be suitable for all investors. All data and information referenced are from sources believed to be reliable and any opinions, news, research, analysis, prices, or other information contained in this research is provided as general market commentary. It does not constitute investment advice. Neither LK Wealth and Asset Management, LCK Wealth, or Hightower shall in any way be liable for claims and make no expressed or implied representations or warranties as to the accuracy or completeness of the data or for statements or errors contained in or admissions from the obtained data and information referenced. The data and information are provided as of the date referenced and such data and information are subject to change without notice. This document was created for informational purposes only. The opinions expressed are solely those of LK Wealth and Asset Management and LCK Wealth and do not represent those of Hightower Advisors LLC or any of its affiliates. 